Welcome back. Another fun week of racing in the books. And um, all in all, I was very pleased uh, with uh, with Trials Night. Obviously, one specific course could have run better. But overall, I think the top to bottom, the ten top 10 fastest qualifiers, it's a very good group. Yeah, my horse, Lockwood Jess, he didn't fire that well. He just got bumped at the start and lugged out. But, you know, he had a, the, the time was right mm -hmm. for him to win 1793, but, you know, he just didn't fire. So we'll come back in a maiden race. Uh, ho hopefully we can get the job done there. But, yeah, I thought these trials were even better yes. than, than the kindergarten. Uh, you know, a lot of the horses that had hype came back and, and ran well again. So. You know, I'm, it's a very competitive final again. I think uh, you even have some good prices coming out on on powerful favorite was, yes. was finishing very strong. I like him. Uh, who do you like out of the trials? I you, not only you know maybe it was the heat of the moment, but even though I went back and, and really looked at all the trials again and all the finishers, Waver Down. I think Waver Down, yep. the final trial of the night. You know, I, we had made some notes. I had made some notes that she was purchased for eighty thousand. At the cell, I think a Ridoso. She came back and finished what a good second in debut, if I remember. Yeah, a good second in debut. And we know she was ro royally bred, and um, that breeding has been nice to me over the years. Yeah. And uh, I mean, she really kicked it on to post that that good of a time in the final trial of the night, the good final eighth, and she looked good crossing the wire. It almost it was it was almost a perfect race too. Like she broke well, so the hindsight is like. Well, what, what else? What else can she do? Yeah. But overall, I think that was probably the most visually impressive uh, winner for me on the night. I think it was just validating off of her her maiden start, where it kind of had some trouble at the beginning, got bumped from both sides. So, you know, finished well, but you didn't really know what was going to happen here, being on the outside. You know, was it just a, a flash in the pan kind of thing, or was she legit? It just broke out of there like a rocket and, and handled her business, and she looked awful tough. And uh, congrats to yourself. You etched out Professor G in the consensus challenge. Uh, so we are, we're expecting some, uh, some pizza in the future, right, from Professor G? He owes pizza, <laughs> but I go to grab the belt at yeah, the end of the where's night. where's the belt? And it's gone. And he's up there, you know, because usually I'll play some WWF music or yeah. something and really just throw it in his face. And all you guys were up there, and I was, yeah. I was expecting to put on a show. The belt is gone. The belt is still gone. We don't know where it is. It's been hijacked. I don't know where it is. So he's he's pulling some old school, you know, <laughs> wrestling tricks here. He's still denying it. So I, we're gonna have to get a detective on the case. Yeah, and it's you know the top ten fastest qualifiers to recap: SE Moneymaker, Wicked Affair, Powerful Favorite, Waver Down, Dexter, Just Masha Corona, Striver, Patty Riley, A Political Best, and Mister A Political. All in all, it was a fun night. Um, you know, as far as my gambling, in hindsight, I should have trusted a political pence and Dexter more as far as my personal betting goes. I, I had Dexter as my long shot play of the night, uh, ran great and was able to run down the, the favorite there in Striver. And a political pence was that re that uh, Remington invader yeah. that I picked him in Remington in that stakes and then he completely blew it. But he looked like he was going to win by two or three lengths that night. Yeah. So if I would have trusted him a bit more, I would have probably made made some money on trials night, uh, just keying him and, and, and everything. But overall, I can't wait for the final. It's going to be good. Yeah, I don't blame you on that horse. I picked him second for the same thing. You just don't really know how horses are going to come to Los Al. 
and take to this track and also take to a new trainer. You went from Trey Wood to Monia Rosa, yeah. but you know, he fired, he was one of them he that did. just came here and he handled his business from, from that good post. And, uh, he looked pretty good. So we're looking forward to it. And we're just about a week and two days away Yep. from, from final. So a quick turnaround. It's going to be fun. And if you're tuning into this episode and you missed last week's episode, go back and re-listen. That's an episode that is worth re-listening because we had the great Ed Burgard with us. And it was a very fun conversation. Yeah, he told some really good stories, you know, from his past of how he came up through Northern California and just how he started working up through the business from morning line maker to, to race caller and, and just how he was very passionate in the business and yes. fell in love with quarter horse racing. And yeah, I just sat here. You did the interview. <laughs> I, I kind of sat here and put my two cents in every now and then, but I was really interested to hear what Ed had it's to say. Fun. We'll, we'll definitely try to get Ed Burger again in the future um, to see if we can get a few more details stories about his his career he's uh you know he he went up to bay meadows he was working those meets so it was fun to listen how how he, he got involved in in one or two things but i thought it was <laughs> the story he told about how he got he got the jobs of doing the morning line and then he goes up there and then the old guy is still doing the morning line he's yeah. like i gotta boot you out because i'm doing it i was gonna say that that was my favorite story <laughs> yeah it was like <laughs> he said he just started doing the other guy was in the process of doing the morning yeah, line. Yeah, it's like, poor guy, the other guy's working. But, <laughs> yeah, some fun stories, uh, all, all from the beginning, from Ed Burgard, uh, a proud UCLA alum. I didn't know that he traveled with the team covering that great basketball uh, that basketball run. So he got to, to fly right, right with the team and, and check out some cool places. Yeah, I mean, we talked to Ed pretty much every night. And yeah. There I, I learned a lot more about him that, that I had never heard in the past. And, you know, like I said, that was just really interesting to sit down and hear him talk for a little bit. Yeah, so go, go back and, and give it a listen to last week's episode. Uh, pretty good chat with Ed Burgard. And, uh, yeah, it was fun. Check it out. All right, this week we're going to take a look at Saturday's program at Los Alamitos uh, with a field, uh, a, a nine race card, excuse me, uh, to uh, be the anchor of the, of the middle of the week. Sunday night there's three trials to the vessel's maturity. We'll, we'll give our thoughts ahead of time for those three trials, which we see a new name on the grounds that we've talked about before in the Marfa Lights, mm -hmm. half-sibling to the late great Munis. Uh, but I thought it was a very, very good quality field uh, in that specific trial. So we'll talk about that uh, later on in the show. But let's kick off Saturday's program here at Los Alamitos with Maidens going four furlongs. And right off the bat, I made my lock of the night right here, the first race. See if you can do guess you, it. Do you usually do that? No. So see if you can guess this one. I'll give. I'll give you. I'll give you two guesses. I will say. Well, right off the bat, I you, will say the the you, six. Yeah, yeah. You Lady know, California. Yeah, and you know that it's not the morning night favorite, so you can cross yeah. out the five. So yes, uh, right off the bat, I'm going to single Lady Cal Lady California. I do think the five with Kelly McDade is going to get bet, and also the two horse for John Sadler is going to get bet. So hopefully, uh, Lady California, I can get. If I get five to two, I'll be happy with that price. She's three to one on the morning line. Led pretty much every step of the way last time out at this same distance. But I like how she she showed improved stamina. And each and every start here, LaSalle has been a little bit increasing mm -hmm. as far as four numbers. So right off the bat, I'm all in here on Lady California. Yeah, I agree. I made her my top pick as well. I thought she was the most uh, solid of all the speed runners that, that you could trust. Uh, between the one and the five so i made her my top pick as well 
the five Bellatrix uh, comes into my dad's barn from Emerald Downs. And I think he was actually there with the owners when they picked this horse out of that uh, Barrett's October sale. Really? Yeah. Okay. And, and then they, they took it up there and they raced it. You know, they trained it. And now they've sent it back down to Los Allen. Comes in, in into an easier spot, but I don't really know how tough the, the competition is yeah. up there at Emerald Downs. So, but has shown speed in the first two efforts. But I don't know. We always say, uh, you know, give, give, it, give it one shot yeah. at Los Sal. So I'm going to take a stand and wait approach it. I just put her in the second hole. Yeah, I went six, two, five. I put the five in my three spot. The two horse, Sagrada Familia, a couple of slow six furlong drills on, on the middle of May. But the latest four furlong drill in 46 and one out of the gate. Second best out of 32 in the morning. It tells you that they're trying to maybe get some speed into this horse. So uh, I'll put her in my second spot. I'll go six, two, five. And it's funny that you talk about how we'll try to give a horse one race. And the last time we did that with your dad, he won with that invader from New Mexico. <laughs> Forget that horse. That, that's why I didn't even ask him about this one. There, uh, the owners, you know, Kenneth and, and Vicky Elison, their horses usually are, are, are pretty tough. But, mm -hmm. you know, I, I think a lot of times they end up going 870 with their horses, okay. which isn't too much shorter than four no. furlongs. But. Yeah, I just I, I was on on the six with you, Lady California. I think uh, she's just the toughest of the bunch here. All right, let's see if we can get out of this race with Lady California on the front end for Jesus Luñez and Juan Sanchez. Race two and allowance now winners of two. Lifetime here going eight hundred and seventy yards, and uh, we got a field of six. And I thought it was a tricky field to figure out. I'm gonna play the excuse role and. And give the three Rosiana Dana another chance uh, off of that effort at Carl Santa Sanita. Two stars ago, I thought she could have easily won, uh, but beat the bushes was two game on the front end. Uh, so I'm gonna, I'm going to give Rosiana Dana another chance here as my top pick. Yeah, we already agree on the top Ooh. two, but I will say the last time we agreed, we hit a lot of winners. Yeah, we I did. think it was two weeks ago. It was good. Yeah. So uh, people listening, don't be scared off by this. But no. Yeah, I know you've liked this horse uh, in the past. This horse is coming back from Santa Anita, you know, coming off that turf race, going down the hill, and had some trouble. I think they're, this horse was just in too tough there and gets spotted back at Los Alamitos and has run the best times of 870s, has run there in the low 46s. I think if this horse can just uh, sit off the one and two, who I don't think are, are the best finishers there are. I mean, the two has shown to be, you know, pretty game late, but. I think Rosanna Dana can uh, just get a nice stocking trip and, and get him in the stretch. That's what I think is going to happen. Second choice for me is going to be the two radio chatter who got the win last time out via the queue. I think the winner was a first time starter, if I remember correctly, via Cyclotron uh, that got DQ'd. Radio chatter was game as can be there, finishing about a length and a quarter in front of the hidden group who came back and won next time out. So I think radio chatter is a main threat to the three. And then the five here, uh, Jewel, California. That win four starts back then, second time out here uh, uh, over the track. Actually, first time out here over the track, but second time out uh, of her career. She looks she looks strong as can be there, uh, stopping the clock at 52-3, and three, which is very respectable for these kind of levels. So I'll go 3-2-5 here in race two. Yeah, same exact thing. Let's move on to race three. Ooh, ice cold <laughs> double to start the card here for Saturday night race three, four and a half furlongs. Claimers, not winners, two lifetime. It's five thousand dollars. If you want to claim one of these fine equine specimens, shout out to Mike Joyce, one of the five listeners of the podcast. 
uh, we've gone up. We had four listeners. Now we're up to five. So. Perfect. Yeah, we're 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 gaining steam here on the podcast. Word of mouth. Yes, exactly. Especially <laughs> when we have Ed Berger on the show. I mean, it's got to go up. It's got to go up. <laughs> and uh, do you agree that Quantum Force is a horse to beat here? Gosh, yeah. Ooh. Same thing again. Uh, I thought this horse has just been really sharp lately. Uh, just had some trouble there last time. Got got pinballed there uh, nearing the quarter pole. But I think this horse is the speed of the speed, and it gets reclaimed by Oscar Casillas. Mm-hmm. And this horse ran really nicely uh, when it was claimed. I uh, was in his care two outs back. I'm sorry. Uh, at the four thousand dollar level, went fifty one and one, and and just looked really sharp. I, I think the the matter is, you know, how much is, is this horse going to have to use early uh, to hold off Gone with it, who looks to be, you know, deserving as the favorite. You know, put up a nice time at fifty one and two. And the time before that went against Can't Beat LA and Devil's Informer, who are, are really tough horses. So uh, it's not surprising uh, that he lost that race. Should be sitting right off Quantum Force and looking to stock and pounce right there in the stretch. Yeah, I think uh, Quantum Force is my, my pick here. It's, it's, it's probably the best speed out of the bunch. So I expect nothing that nothing less than being sent to the lead. Juan Sanchez was aboard for the win, two starts back. Claim back. I like that claim back angle as well. I gave the two at Atomic Action my second spot. Uh, was beat in favor last time out, was, but was caught wide. I'm going to give this one a little bit of an excuse. Now second time back here over the, the nighttime mobile. And uh, Blue Titan Stables is the owners here for, for the ageless Elmer January. So I'll go 5-2-3. Yeah, I went 5-3-2, just a little bit different order. I wanted to like the four, yeah. Fancy Terrace, a little Me bit. Too. The horse is coming back, for, you know, really quickly. Was was claimed, but I, I don't know. Just I'm gonna throw it out. I think five three two. All right, there you go. That's race number three, the start of a rolling pick three. Race four is the start of the pick six on this nine race program. Eight hundred seventy yard allowance. What horses that have never won two races lifetime and a field of seven. We got one lone quarter horse. That'll be the six Pernito class. We showed speed last time out and uh, tired there for fourth. And I'll let you I'll let you pick first here. Uh, I want to hear your thoughts first before I uh, tell you who I like. Okay, I went to the seven hack. We oh. do not agree. Okay, okay, good. Excellent. We can have a little difference <laughs> yes. of opinion here. Uh, hack on the outside has run well at the 870-yard distance. has been right there three out of four times. The only time was last time. Uh, Stepped up to face winners, but stumbled and broken at the bump, but was actually favored against rivals in here, mostly cloudy and, and upperclassmen. But I think uh, from the outside post, should be able to get to the front. And it has a little bit of a tactical speed there, you know, showing, was it four outs back, five outs in the debut, where it kind of sat off the pace. But I think this is a pretty paceless field, so I see this one going to the front. All right, I do respect Hack. Hack is my second choice. But I'm going to give the check mark. To the four, upperclassman. I thought his gilding was well meant last time out. Stumbled out of the gate and got bumped there and pretty much lost all chance after that kind of start. But made a nice middle move and got up for third there. I'm just hoping that with a better trip, we'll see a much better race. Four to one in the morning nine. I'll take my chances there with upperclassman. Talked about hack, and I agree with you on, on everything you said there. And I think the outside draw is going to help this horse out. We'll mm-hmm. see. We'll see what Edgar Payers can do on the outside. So I'll give that one. My second choice. And my third choice, I'll go with the morning line favorite. Uh, I guess I'm ready who looked good 
uh, breaking the main and last time out. It was an easy field, but yeah. I, th- I thought he did what he was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And I think he could build off off of that effort. So I'll go with four seven five. I went seven one five. I thought the one horse uh, had a, a look of a pricer at six to one. Yuned has really good numbers. Uh, first time coming into her barn, thirty seven percent, and she's been really hot around the turn. So uh, with horses like the two and the three to the outside, which don't carry a lot of speed, if you know Juan Sanchez can get this horse to the front end, uh, it could be tough. Yeah. So all right, four seven five for me and. 715. All right, so we go a little bit different here in race number four to kick off the pick six. And another story that just came to my mind because I, I took a sip of my of my Arizona tea right here. Yeah. And uh, I seen you drinking a Pepsi. And that silver can reminded me of, of uh, Coors Light. And it was a pretty funny story how Ed Burgard got converted to being a Coors Light man there. Uh, so if you don't know, if you haven't heard to it, go listen to the, to the podcast as to why. Ed Burgard became a course live man. Yeah, well, I forget. Uh, was it uh, Hubbard? I think it was Hubbard. Okay. Yeah, yeah go back and listen to it. Uh, yeah. yeah he, definitely a good interview. Yeah, he had to convert into a course live man. So <laughs> Ed Burgard missed course light. When, right. the, when the powers that be are telling you to do something, you kind of do something I, when, you, when you're working your way up. I would be a course live man as well. <laughs> no, I don't blame him. So uh, go back and take a listen there. Race number five, uh, mid-card double. We got another. 870-yard allowance, now winners of three lifetime. And I thought this was one of the most competitive fields on the card, uh, top to bottom. Uh, it's in the middle of the card, so it doesn't include the early pick four or the late pick four, but it does include the mid-card double and the pick six sequence as well. So I'll let you go first in this one as well. I want to hear who you got. Okay, I really like this horse, Ooh. the three doubles. Yes, and we agree. <laughs> um, when this horse came into my dad's barn, two outs back it just put up a monster race yep. and you know th- that was after breaking through the gate i thought okay you know next time we're, we're gonna bet this horse mm-hmm. but i mean just ran a really nice race and came back and had to run against can't beat la who just i mean that was had to be one of the fastest times of the year yes. when it went 50 and three and just kind of chased but was still gaining ground all the way to it and i told my dad that night i said you have to claim devil's informer back because you know nobody was gonna beat can't beat la that night and so I'm going with that one. I, th- I think uh, he can have a little versatility, uh, but uh, most of the time I think he, uh, he, he's going to the front there. He's going to have to sit right off of Teddy Bruschi and the four Loretto, but you know I think he's definitely the best horse in here. If the odds would have been, as far as the, if the morning line odds would have been changed, like flip between Loretto and Devils Informer, mm-hmm. like Loretto 2-1 to one and Devils Informer 3-1, three to, one, three to one, I would have made the three my lock of the night. But okay. that's 2-1 to one on the morning line. Uh, you know, I tried not to make my lock of the night the, the morning night favorite, so yep, um, I'll go with race one. But yeah, I agree everything you said about the three. No one's beating Ken Beat and Lay that night. Rent completely uh, her eyeballs out to to get the victory there. The main threat, I think, is Loretto there, the quarter horse who uh, looked very good, uh, stretching out to eight seventy, and uh, Shodi can come off the pace. I was very impressed with that win three starts back, mm-hmm. then came back and got the job done. So. Three, four, and for my third choice, I'll go to the horse that re- is returning here to LaSalle, and that's a two-horse pick one for Dan as a carta there. Um, if you go out, you look at those 870-yard events, just ignore the Santa Ida outings. Uh, those were per- some pretty solid times, some pretty good uh, clockings there behind Dream on Brother, Big Champion, Rare One and Dine. Those are some of the best 870-yard horses we've had on the grounds in the last few months. So. 
I'll go three, three, four, two here. Yeah, I went three, two, five. Uh, confirmed hasn't been doing that well at eight seventy, but went back to four and a half, and maybe this horse can get a little confidence booster off that effort. I thought you know stocked right off the pace and uh, put up a nice time of fifty one and four, but it comes back in eight seventy. You know he hasn't been doing that well, but hopefully you know the light bulb goes off and can show a better effort. Uh, so that's race number five, race six, the start of the late pick four. And we can all agree, right, that this is a pick three? Yeah. I mean. I would, we have another horse on Friday night's program that kind of looks like this. Mm -hmm. What's the name of the horse? That escapes me out of my mind right now. Let me see if I can reach. If LOL doesn't win this race, I, <laughs> I think we're going in the territory think, of uh, you know becoming a horse that doesn't want to win. Like, uh, what was it, Alamode or what was the other one? Yeah, Alamode. Uh, we have Chicka Kid, Chicka Kid. Uh, later in this card yeah. tonight. But. Yeah, this horse, Burgart Laser, two to five, and was, you know, well backed in the debut, had really nice works, and just got bumped around to the start. And then went into a fraternity trial, was still bet again, but had to go against Miss KO and Conquering Marie, won Barry, you know, all the, you know, big shooters from last week, and, you know, only finished a length and a half behind there. But I mean, this field, all she has to do is break, it seems. And that's a uh, book of matches is either horse. Oh, okay, yeah, that's right, that's right. So book of matches on Friday and LOL on Saturday. Book of matches is more of an unlucky horse. Yeah, he's been unlucky out of the gate. So the, the, the you know the talent is there. Uh, LOL just looks like he's got everything. He draws the outside post, ran a very good second there in debut. I mean, there's no one in this field that comes close to what he can match as far as number goes, uh, and as far as workouts before the debut goes so one to nine i think lol that's what's going to be the final odds at post time but you know if you want a horses to complete the exacta six three four is who i like underneath i went a six four five. Oh, six four five. okay yeah i, I like kiss and forgive just off that breeding mm -hmm, me too you forgive them yeah the all of those are always popular at yes. the sale and they they always you know tend to run a little so i think the other ones in this group that they have the the makings of future claimers, yes. I, I think so. But uh, yeah, it seems like they're all just filling for LOL. Yeah, me too as well. So let's see if LOL can live up to that uh, that potential in race number six. Race seven, we got a uh, claimers going three hundred yards, twelve thousand five hundred is a claiming press, claiming price. If you want to drop in a claim, uh, tricky field. I think there's a few uh, few ways to go, but overall. I can tell you that I'm against the two to one more than my favorite in this spot. And I'm picking the six worker on the outside. Okay. I like the game victory last time out. Um, the eventual second place finisher, Amori de la Mama and Miss Racia, Miss Racia are pretty good courses at these kind of levels. So I respect that victory a lot. Uh, and whenever she, she, whenever he breaks well, he tends to be tough to beat. And I think the outside draw, it's going to give him a good chance to do that. Yeah, I went for a price in here. I went with the one. Ah, Dash, Michael yeah, Dash, like coming that. out of that worker race last time. Yep. This horse is right there and just started lugging out really mm -hmm. bad. And that pretty much cost him. But up until that point, this he horse. He was right there, yeah. Yeah, he was right there the whole way, actually uh, grabbed the lead there. So maybe drawn down along the inside will help keep this horse in and keep a straight path and get some money here. All right, so you go with the one. I'll go with the six. My second choice probably be the three Jassy Icon for Matt Fells who uh, just done well at the start, and it was it's much better than the last week's indicate. So I'm going to give the three. Jesse Icon another shot there for my second choice. 
And for my long shot play, it would probably be the five, Royal Tricky Lady. It was much trouble in that outing last time out. Um, that win four starts back. Uh, one, despite lugging in from the outside draw. Um, let's see if that horse can improve. So I'll go six, three, five. Yeah, well, one, four, three. All right, so that's race number seven. Start of the late pick three. And with a big with a big favorite in race six, let's see if we can get a, a good price yeah. along the way. Maybe the one or your long shot yeah. can get it home One or us. five there could, could be a good play for the exotics. All right, race eight, the start of the late double. And I love whenever they get this distance together. It's a fun distance to watch. It's a fun distance to bet. We got an allowance going 550 yards for three-year-olds and up, which have never won a race at 550 yards. So that's a pretty cool condition because no one has the advantage, per se, mm -hmm. of having to win at this level. And I, I like the few horses. I almost made this horse my lock of the night. Um, and I'm talking about the two horse Arizona icon, uh, coming in from Arizona from turf paradise had raced here previously at Los Al, uh, twice back in, uh, early 2017 and did post the win there against the lounge. But I thought this horse was giant last time out. It was in the turf paradise challenge and Imperial Eagle was in that field. Yep. He completely didn't fire, uh, backed up there, got tired. And, uh, it was, it was a good, it was a good run. I thought. This horse was slow out of the gate, broke out, got bumped, but then had a huge rally to get up for second. Uh, I think I think five fifty could be right up the right up his alley. So I'll pick the two on top here. Yeah, I went with the same thing. Just watching horses out of state. Yes, I think you can be familiar with Fitz and Imperial Eagle. Those are some top horses. Fitz has really settled in nicely there at Turf Paradise. Imperial Eagle is kind of regressing, but I mean it's still. He's well over a million yep. and uh, a really classy horse. But last time out, like you said, the horse is finishing. So I, I don't see any problem getting the 550 yards. Uh, for second, I went with the other fails runner, Just Do It. Ooh, uh, yeah. I think this horse finished out really well after uh, getting bumped at the start. But it was actually out finishing well and good, uh, who I you know carries all that past class. And I think... We always looked at that horse as being dangerous in the 550s, but Wellgood just doesn't seem to have that needed final kick. It yeah. seems to get the job done. So I went 2-4 and 6, Wellgood in third, just everything we said. Wellgood last time uh, broke out on top and just got caught by bound to bet, you know, the all-red yeah. 870 horse and just do it. So I put him third. All right. Uh, we agree. I just, we just flipped the second and third numbers. So I'll go 2-6-4. You go 2-4-6 there in race number 8. Race 9, the final leg. Of the late pick four, and we got allowance. Now, winners are two lifetime going 300 yards. And um, it was a tricky field. I've got a long shot play of the night here. Um, but, you know, I, it was tough for me to separate who I wanted to pick on top. Uh, I just started looking at post positions and who I think can, can get a good trip. And that's why I landed on the one kiss in there, uh, breaking from the inside post. It could be tricky, but this horse has run pretty well from the inside before. I thought this horse was game as can be, just missing by a nose right in front of Chicka Kid. Yep. Um, I don't know if Chicka Kid has the winning punch. I'm a little bit worried about her. Yeah. I think she she she's definitely a good horse and can pick up the pieces there for second or third, but she's had her chances. Yeah. That's the only thing that, that edged me towards the one. So I'll pick the one on top, and my long shot, you can probably guess who it is. Always trying? No, good choice. No? It was time to leave. Time to oh, – okay, yeah, the other one. Okay. Yeah. Remember this horse, how giant this horse was from the outside horse? Five starts back. 
to dead heat with the one. Oh, that's there. right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm last time out. If you watch that fifth place finish, it was better than look. This horse actually made a, a good middle move there uh, to make a, a little bit of ground late. So uh, I think the four could could maybe uh, pop out a price. So I'll go four one. Excuse me. I'll go one four and the five last year last year and who deserves the respect uh, for my third choice. Yeah, I'm trying to beat the two as well, but I went with the three, atypical. Ah, okay. Uh, this horse is coming off a layoff since last October, uh, but you know, before that was running against all the heavy hitters of mm-hmm. last year. You know, Magic Corona, SC Vapor Trail, Land of Oz, Fire and Sass. Uh, but I thought this horse uh, ran a really nice main victory there and, and beat Mesmerizing, who's gone on to be better. So I'm, I'm hoping the time off has done this horse well. It, it seems to always break. And, you know, being there with Chicka Kid and, and time to leave, I, I'm hoping she can outbreak these two and try and hang on. All right, so you'll, you'll pick the three here at 8-1. to one. Who's, uh, who's the main threat to that one? Uh, I went with Chicka Kid in second, okay. you know, kind of the teaser we've yeah. been talking about. <laughs> yeah, always seems to finish base, well, yeah. but, but just lacks that, that needed late kick. And then also five, you know, another teaser I think uh, yes. we, we've always been hitting on. So I – I think you can go pretty deep in this field. Yeah, I, you know, I don't think uh, there's a, a gimme for any of these. It seems we're both trying to beat the the favorites here. So, and last year has been a previous lock of the night for me. I think I made her the lock when she was two to one that March, April. Yeah, that March, that twenty third of March outing. She got she broke through the gate. Pretty much lost, lost all chance. Uh huh. So she's had a chances. I thought last time I was a pretty clean trip. Uh, just finished evenly against much tougher field. So mm-hmm. let's see what she can do with this field. So one four one four five for me in race nine and three two five. All right, that's the card for Saturday night at Losala. But Sunday night we got trials to the vessels maturity three trials in races seven eight and nine. And I thought it was a very good group of runners. Ten fastest qualifiers will advance to the final. Uh, we've seen these horses a lot of these horses before. Um, and it's, it's going to be fun to see, uh, who can, who can qualify, you know, uh, the ninth race looks like the, the toughest and the best trial of the night. So I think the first few runners in races seven, eight, they're going to have to really bring it, mm-hmm. uh, to make sure they get into the final. So I'll let you pick first here. What did you pick on top in race seven? Okay. I went with the five billionaire boy, mm-hmm. uh, former, uh, Los Alamitos, 2 million qualifier, had some decent efforts there in October 17th, but went to Rio Doso and just didn't really take to the mountain there and came back to Los Al, ran that nice second. But since returning uh, last time in June, I thought ran a really nice time of 1682 at the 330-yard at the distance. But the field wasn't that great, but I thought he looked really good, so I'm going to put him on top. All right. I do agree that that's the that's main horse that scares me. But I'm going to stick with Brankino. Uh, I, I liked him off the layoff two starts back. Looked terrific there, finishing on a very nice, very fast final eighth without Caesar actually asking much from this gelding. And last time out, he just got up broke mm-hmm. by French Free. French yeah. Free flew out of the gate. Uh, I think he holds the record for the hundred yard dash. Yep. And uh, he was just fast as can be. I think he at one point had a clear length uh, early on in Brankino and was able to to just keep that that margin. Um, through the wire. So I'll give Brunquina from the rail the choice here in the first trial of the night. Second trial, race number eight. We got a field of six. Uh, who'd you pick on top here? 
this one was pretty tough for me yeah. between Flash and Bling and Cattell Deli. But the only thing separating it for me, I think, is the 400 yard distance. Yeah. And I just love the way Flash and Bling was finishing last time. Mm -hmm. But you know, this horse can also be a teaser as well. Has, has had flashes of brilliance, but can let you down. But I thought that as long as they break clean, Flash and Bling can run down Cattell Deli. And that, that's the thing. I made Cattell Deli my lock of the night that night mm -hmm. on that allowance. And one of my key bullet points was. The shorter distance. I thought the shorter distance gave Catella Deli the edge that night. And tonight, second time off the layoff, considering uh, Flash and Bling has good experience going 400 and 440, I'll give Flash and Bling the edge tonight. So we agree that the distance could be the key for, for Flash and Bling. Yes. All right. Race nine, final trial of the night. And the most competitive trial of the night, we got a field of seven to kick it off. And I could have gone three, four different ways here. Yeah, this one's pretty tough. So I'll let you pick first. Who did you like? Uh, I don't. God, it's it's so tough because <laughs> you have the classy horses. Yes, you do. And zooming for spuds uh -huh. and BH Lisa's yes. boy, but I think they might be regressing. Oh, I like where you're going. Okay. So I think I'm gonna go to the outside with Jess Hawk. Oh, we agree. Same thing. We okay. agree. Yeah, I, you think this horse. Only wants the shorter distance. Exactly. 300, 350. But I think it's deceiving. I think this horse finishes a lot better than people, you know, have given credit to. But, I mean, was it four outs back when 1968? I think that's a, a good enough time. Do you agree with me that I feel we haven't given this horse the enough respect in previous races? Yeah. I think, what is it, the past three or four times that we've seen this horse run, I don't think we've ever put it on top. No. And she's, she's finished? Third by a neck in the Brad McKinsey, second in the Terrific Energy, second by a nose in the Mini Rock, then came came and won the Miss Princess pretty handily there uh, by half a length. And before that, he almost upset the Winter Derby in her three-year-old campaign. So six for sixteen lifetime. I think she's she's the not horse. Exactly, uh, that perfect key race there four outs back was against BH Lisa's boy and zooming for spuds, and only lost by a neck. Yes, I mean pressed the whole way. I think the, the question mark here is the Marfa Lights. Yes, that's the, the question mark horse. Just a really classy horse, but the works haven't been spectacular. No. I think it's just going to come down to if this horse breaks, you know, see what we have. Because before that, I would think, oh, this horse is probably a lock uh, to come in. I've been facing tougher horses, in my opinion, but I just haven't been impressed by the works of this horse. Yeah, so it's, it's going to be a tricky trial to end the night. We can have five qualifiers if that could that could go perfectly but you know i'm scared of lds back he's yep. got a big big late kick he has a big workout there of 1760 out of the gate of may 26 so it's tough but i'm gonna go with jess hawk just because i feel like she's there she's been in a lot of big dances and she could be finally putting it all together yeah i i think you definitely could go you could maybe hit the all button, maybe yeah. maybe not Doctor Fantastic. Maybe <laughs> yeah, you could exactly. hold off on that, but yeah. I mean, I think like you said, you're going to get a great price on LDS back, yeah. who tends to run really yeah. well in trials. He always puts up a tough one and doesn't really come back that well in the final. But I could see her firing a lot of Blues Man, you know, former uh, Golden State Million winner. Fraternity winner, second yeah. in the in the two million, hasn't really been on fire uh, in the the later stages of his career, but. I mean, you got a lot of class there. I, this could be the final right here. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, for sure. And a lot of bluesmen that reunited with Cody Jensen. Cody Jensen is listed to right. 
All right, so that's a little preview on Sunday Night's Trials. It's going to be fun. Um, by the time you hear us next week, we'll be talking about the final of the Ed Burke. And as of right now, are you leaning towards one horse or another? I think off just visually the performance where he, he made up a lot of ground on SC Moneymaker. Yeah. I'm going with powerful favorite. Yeah. I think the price is going to be right. But, I mean, God, Waver Down and Wicked Affair, I thought, looked Oof. really tough. So I'm probably going Powerful Favor, <laughs> Wicked Affair, Waver Down. It's, it's going to be tough. I saw It's going to come down to the draw for sure. But right now, if you tell me you're all going to get a clean trip, what do you want? I'll probably pick Waver Down. Mm -hmm. But it's tough. It's yeah. Tough. I yeah. think are, are you in those kind of fields where everything, every horse is really good, are you more of a fan of our – of singling in the pick four and taking your shot or going for five deep and using all the runners that are going to be between two to one and five to one. Yeah. Usually I, I try and spread out in those races. I mean, just look at what happened last time. Yeah. Uh, you, you never know really what's going to happen in these baby races. So that's, I like to spread and have a little more coverage when I think people are, are trying to single there at yes. the end. Yeah. And I think that could really, up your value at the end of pick threes and pick fours and the pick sixes and stuff. So I'll try and go a little deeper. So, you know, when we talked to Ed right before the sign off on the quarters and he said that he was going to make wicked affair second qualifier, the morning night favorite mm -hmm. just because of the credentials and, uh, and the good effort. Do you think, do you think there's going to be much separation between full sign favorite and second choice? You know, I, I don't think so. I think because the win that, on paper is going to look too good, right? To ignore for SC Moneymaker. Yeah, I mean, he just looked so good, and like I said, it was over powerful favorite, who I think a lot of people uh, were were well back, mm -hmm. you know. And I just think they were so close; they'll just be slight, you know, favorite and and second favorite. All right, so that's going to be a little preview for next week. But this week, let's see if we can. Uh... We can miss the winners. Last time we agreed on a lot of these races, we we did okay. Yeah, that scared me a little because <laughs> usually uh, when people say that, oh, there's too many check marks on, yeah. on horses, all yeah. there's too much weight. But you know, that night I I watched especially yeah. uh, to see like if we agree a lot, if it's good news or bad news. But I I think we did pretty good. And uh, shout out to uh, quarters GD quarters George. Uh, George hit the pick six uh, with waiver down. He was mm -hmm. all in. And so we're going to try to get George to chat with us. Um, he kind of told us, nah, I don't want to come in for any regular show. I want to come in for a good card. Yeah, he's not a fan of, of the thoroughbreds and you know, a lot of 870s, four and a half furlong races. You know, he likes to dig into the quarter horse races. Yes. And it just so happened tonight we had a lot of turn races. Yeah. So uh, we'll have him on in the future. Yeah, we'll, we'll get he, George. He's still spending all his money. He's still yeah. counting his thousands. He, he probably is still. Counting. I think by the end he he hit for like seventeen thousand with his with his all, all said and done. All the so. consoles and all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. so that was a very good night there for for George. Uh, shout out to George and, and hitting that pick six. But all right, see you guys next week, and hopefully we'll be able to pick the winner in the Edward. Hopefully, bye everybody. All right, see you.